Take a deep, long inhale through your nose. And exhale through your nose. Welcome to Namaste Podcast. I'm Katie J, and I'm a mindset mentor, manifestation coach, and meditation guide. I'm here to help you become the best version of yourself so you can live a life of overflowing joy, peace, love, and prosperity. If you're looking to create a life fueled by happiness, driven by joy, and flowing with the abundance of the universe, then you have come to the right place. Because we are all spiritual beings having a human experience, my goal with this podcast is to help you shed any layers of doubt, fear, and suffering that have accumulated in your mind body so that you can finally experience your most authentic self. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of personal empowerment and high vibe spiritual growth. I will provide you with stories, tools, and strategies from myself and people just like you. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's begin. Namaste, beautiful being. Before we get started with today's interview, I just wanted to let you know about two self-growth opportunities that I am honored to be a part of. The first is the Be Dareful Retreat from May 4th through the 11th. I actually attended this retreat in November 2018 and found myself staring straight into the eyes of my best self with the opportunity to become her. The retreat is facilitated by Jen Whalen from True North Adventures. After working with Jen both before and after the retreat, I just knew that I needed to keep her in my life. So she is now my mentor and my coach. She actually asked me to be a part of the retreat as the retreat doula and help her facilitate in May. So if you decide that you're ready to step out of your shell and into your best self, you will see me you will be able to work with me down in the land of Pura Vida. The retreat is hosted at Bodhi Surf and Yoga, who are actually my neighbors right now, and all meals are provided. You get five surf lessons, five yoga classes, and through the play shops that we do, you'll get numerous tools and resources to continue growing well after the retreat. To learn more, visit Seek truenorth.com that's s-e-e-k truenorth.com or follow us on instagram at be dareful retreat the second opportunity that i'm so pumped to share with you is my own manifestation boot camp this boot camp is a way for you to truly step into your most authentic self. I'll explain how past experiences that you perceive to be negative are actually preventing you from creating the future you desire. This boot camp is designed to free you from your past so you can finally manifest your ideal future. 
I'll teach you how to dig deep and uncover the subconscious conditioning from your upbringing that is unknowingly keeping you from flourishing as your most authentic self. I'll teach you how to embody the best version of yourself who already has your dream life so that you can become a magnet to your desires. I'll teach you the key to unlocking emotional mastery so that your negative emotions no longer ruin your entire day or hinder your desired high vibration. As a sign of gratitude and appreciation for all of you supporting my journey, I have temporarily lowered the price of the boot camp. It's currently on sale until March 1st, so go ahead and check it out if it's something you're interested in, because on March 1st, the price will go back up to reflect the true value of the program. To learn more, head on over to namastepodcast.com forward slash manifestation bootcamp. I'll see you there. All right, all right, all right, you guys, let's go ahead and get started with today's interview. On the podcast today, we have Chris Jones. Chris is a healer living in Austin, Texas. I first heard about Chris through my friend Carly, who was also on the podcast. Carly told me I just had to meet Chris. I still haven't met Chris in person, but I hope to join one of her monthly moon circles in Austin this spring. Here is Chris to tell us more about her journey into the healing arts. My original steps into my work was through yoga, but very quickly that led me into the whole world of healing arts. So what I do now is I'm a yoga therapist in training. So I um, healed myself through a variety of different methods. And lo and behold, there was a name for it, um, which is yoga therapy. And then additionally, I am an energy healer and a life mentor and guide. So I see clients um, in person and online. I do hands-on and hands-off different energy healing techniques. I give people very personalized and specific yoga and yoga therapy protocols, as I have learned that yoga needs to be for the individual and not the other way around. And then my, my guidance and mentorship, a lot of my students and clients are just always asking me for more uh, past the time of our appointment. So I opened up a way for them to work with me outside of our specific times um, and to have a support system in their goals toward healing and transforming their lives. So I think that covers what I do. <laughs> I have a few friends who are yoga therapists or yoga therapists in training, and I've actually looked into becoming one myself. But I also understand that not everybody knows what a yoga therapist is, what they do, and how it is designed to help you heal. So I asked Chris to elaborate a bit on this. Yoga therapy is for everything, really. It's, I feel the most 
useful application of yoga for like deep transform transformative healing, excuse me. Yoga therapy is a way that you meet with people, but you also are working with their other healthcare and healing providers. So for instance, we don't just say, oh yeah, like just do this. This is like the one thing you need. Like we want to know like what you're working on with your doctor, what you're working on with your gynecologist, like what, who are these other people that are on your team? And like, how can we all work together to support your goals? So we do very in-depth, like extremely in-depth first session, somewhere between 90 minutes and two hours. And we move through your whole life. We don't just say, oh, well, like what's your physical symptoms, but what's going on on your emotional and mental and relational and all of the different levels of you? And how can we develop a manageable and tangible practice for you to start implementing to create change? So what that normally will look like is we will give you an asana practice, a pranayama breath technique practice, meditation practice, and then lifestyle recommendations. And lifestyle recommendations are really where I feel sets yoga therapy apart because, again, we're looking at you as a whole. We, we zoom out and we figure out like, okay, where can we bring some of these pieces together. And for instance, what do you do that brings you joy? When was the last time you did something that brought you joy? Do you have healthy relationships? Do you have supportive relationships? Questions like this. So to me, it's like a whole encompassing healing service where you have a yoga therapist that you commit to and you set out a timeline of when you're working together. And we move through your whole life. It's, it's, not just your main thing. Like, of course, you'll come in with a few main concerns. But as I've found, your main concerns are usually not where your deepest and most pressing issues lie. Sometimes, yes, can happen. But there's usually a very long story of your, your healing process. And we work together to figure out what is that and where do we go from here. So and I'm only asking this question because I know there are going to be listeners listening to this and still and wondering the same thing. We grew up in a generation where if something was wrong with you, they gave you a pill and that quote unquote fixed it. You were healed. You're all better after that. Do you deal with the you know, residual energy of that expectation in your practice? Yeah, that's really the first step that we take is the educational component. You have to be part of your own healing journey. This is actually where my own, the name of my new organization came, which is called Find Your Healing. And so many of us are not aware that we need to be participating in our healing, even if it's on just simply a mental and emotional level. And so that's where we start. We kind of have to break down that stereotype, really help individuals understand how much power they have. And that really at the end of the day, like I'm your, I'm your guide, I'm your mirror. I'm here to reflect and help you see things you might not. But all of the answers and healing remedies 
that we're going to come up with are going to come like through you first. And I've been trained in how to read that and how to help you read that. And so at the beginning, you mentioned you were kind of going through your own healing journey. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. That's, that's a very long answer, depending <laughs> on how much time we have. Um, how far back do you want me to go? Or do you want to just like kind of give you some origins of like what led me to here? A lot of people think that healing is a destination. And in my experience, it's always been a journey, right? Because there are things, there is conditioning that we're undoing, there's domestication we're undoing, there's past trauma that we're working through and healing from, and then there's current stressors, and there's all these different things that are constantly coming into our life and and asking us to resolve and to heal. And and it's not necessarily um, even a linear path. So I don't, I don't mean to imply that there, that you share the entire journey, but just whatever is kind of coming forward for you right now, or you feel called to share that element of your, of your journey. So funny that you say healing is not linear because that is, really the main thing that I've learned um, in my own journey as well. We have to like break down this idea that if we start here, we're going to just automatically get there. Um, But to give you a little bit more of a background, um, I, I started suffering from a very young age. Um, One of my parents was extremely abusive Um, I had a very life-changing traumatic experience in high school um, where I was drugged. And then from that day forward, all of the issues that I dealt with in the future started to just combine on top of each other. So the initial manifestation was through a very extreme eating disorder. And then after or kind of at the same time I was having very severe chronic pain and went through the most intense medical workup I went to every doctor I did everything that I could possibly think of and to my knowledge at this point and nothing helped and so in 2016 I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which for those listening and not familiar, this is a chronic illness that is still really a big mystery to many people, but there's widespread pain, issues with uh, joints, um, very extreme inflammation, circulatory issues. It can even move into your digestion. And it's just a very, it's a very blanket diagnosis, which as someone who was seeking an answer for so long, you can imagine, I was pretty pissed about. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm sorry, what? What is this? Right? Like, what? You know? And so after I got that diagnosis, I was in denial for quite a bit. And my sweet and loving partner was like, well, why don't we just like do a little bit more research? Like, sweetly encouraging me to kind of just dig in and see what I could find. I was very resistant at first because I was like, what? This is just, this isn't, this isn't helpful, you know? And after that, 
and I just started my research process, this is really what helped me grasp that like I needed to be part of my own healing journey. I'd been going through so many physical issues, so many mental and emotional issues. I had an anxiety disorder um, that just appeared in my mid-20s that I had never had prior. So I realized that like I needed to be part of this because all of these different professionals that I was going to seek help with, um, none of them were on the same team. None of them really knew where I was coming from. And none of them were working together to help me figure out like where I was going. And so it took a lot of patience. Honestly, I'm just so lucky to have a loving and supportive partner that saw me in this state and continued to be like, hey, like, don't worry. You know, you, you've survived everything up until this point. Like, I know that we can, we can keep going. Yeah, that was like the start of my realization that you need to be completely invested and completely involved in your own healing experience. And no matter what healing or what illness or disease or abuse or whatever you're healing from, you just have to be involved in it. And that's even proven scientifically, like the mental choice that like you are going to persevere and also continue to show up. And this is like kind of where a lot of people fall off because mentally and their mental health is not supported and they don't understand that they need to be like front and center for this healing journey. So um, after the fibromyalgia diagnosis, I just dug in and did all the research I could and experimented on myself and really learned that for me in my journey that I needed to create very serious self-care rituals and um, really remove myself from the old, the old storyline. And this sounds like a small task, but it took like every ounce of my being for years <laughs> to really learn how to, how to do this. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. On the intake form, you mentioned that one thing you would like to discuss on the call would be healing moon circles Can you and retreats. Can you share more about that? So I have been moon meditating, moon gazing for quite a few years now. After my original 200-hour uh, teacher training, one of my um, colleagues, my fellow students, she... Um, was working with an Ashtanga teacher who started talking to her about her cycle and the moon and like how connected um, all of these things are. And initially I was like, meh, I don't know. But I just began because again, at the time, this was a few years back, I was like, whatever, I will try anything to just get more in tune and aware with my own system and like how I can support it best. So I started just like becoming more educated on the moon and the planets and all of the different understanding that we have around astronomy and astrology and the effect that it has on our planet and our bodies and minds. And this was another integral piece on my healing journey because I had a lot of pain in my root, my place of safety, and also in my my sacral area, my sacral chakra, um, 
just my womb and my ability to be creative and fluid. And um, I just had so much trauma there that connecting with the moon was one of the first ways that just helped me feel into some of these really deep places. Um, and so my original moon circles were just me. And then um, very slowly over time, I started talking with my very close friends. I would have e-moon circles with my really close sisters on uh, video chat. And then when I moved to Austin, which was a little over two years ago, I finally found a very sturdy community of women, small, but a very strong community of women that I trusted and felt safe to start doing moon circles with. So we did them privately for a very long time and they were really powerful. And so after over a year of conducting them and taking part and creating and manifesting together, we have decided to offer them publicly. And when I say we, you know, I am the original creator, but um, also my Reiki teacher, Carolee Rodriguez, she is my, one of my main partners in this. And then I have a handful of other women that I am collaborating with uh, for different pieces and parts of the circles and retreats. But our very first one is this Friday, actually. Um, and I just can't wait. It's at a private home, and it's going to be a really intimate experience. And we just want to give women tools that helped us and got us to where we are. And hopefully they can pay them forward and share them with other women in their lives. So the circles will be our monthly like physical touch point to be in community and physically with those around us. But the retreats will be bigger, more in-depth experiences. So we're planning our first one of those, which is a three-day, two-night, very unique healing experience. Um, and as I mentioned prior, I actually, maybe I didn't mention this, but it took me a long time to learn about all of these different alternative and holistic healing techniques. Really, I would say 10 years total to be like, whoa, I didn't even realize all this stuff was here. So my goal in sharing the retreat is that these are really packed full of all different kinds of healing techniques. And that when you come, you'll get a taste of a variety of different things so that you can learn more about the kinds of healing techniques that really work for and resonate with you. And I do this because I wish I had someone doing this when I was first seeking and really needing this kind of support. And as I mentioned, it's collaborative. So I have a handful of strong, talented, amazing women who have all been on different healing journeys and um, we're coming together. I, I got a vision this past August and I just saw all of these strong women that I knew working together. But up until this point, I had had a pretty serious uh, like scar as far as working with friends or people that I loved because I had a, a weird situation. And very shortly after that, I had 
kind of cut off that relationship with that person, um, my Reiki teacher was like, what? You're never going to collaborate with people again in the future? She was like, you're a creative person. That's what you do. And she like rolled her eyes and kind of laughed. And that was like really the thing I needed to be like, oh, yeah, like, of course I'm going to work with other strong women. Just because it didn't work out with one woman in my life, like, doesn't mean that like this is canceled forever. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of a little bit of a background on what we're working on. Um, I believe we'll have two retreats this year and then the moon circles will be a monthly occasion falling around the full or new moon. That's awesome. I, it makes me wish that I was in Austin now. <laughs> I want to yeah. go to <laughs> <laughs> Well, next time you're here, let me know and we'll see if we can schedule one like around when you're here. Oh, that'd be so amazing. So you mentioned that there's sometimes during the full moon, sometimes during the new moon, is there, does the, does the intention behind them change for each one? Yeah, great question. Um, so the new moon and the full moon have very different energetic effects on the planet and on us. So yes, in fact, they do have different intentions. So new moons are really seen as blank slates. It's when the moon is hidden completely by the sun and it's kind of resetting and recharging. And this is a time to manifest, to write down your intentions and your goals, to wipe out things that no longer serve, and to really focus on the next lunar cycle ahead, which is a 28-day cycle. Uh, this is how we harness the power of working with the moon. And then full moons are really, a, which happen two weeks after the new moon, are really a culmination of all of the seeds that you have planted from the new moon. Additionally, a time to heal, a time to forgive, and a time to really make sure that you have a cleared space for these new seeds that you're watering from the beginning of the month. So for us, we're starting with two full moon circles. Um, they're not directly on, like they're not on the exact day, um, but we did them on weekend days so they'd be a little bit more accessible to people. And we're starting out with a full moon because we want to provide a really unique feminine healing experience. Third one we have scheduled is for the new moon. So that will come up a little bit faster after our March gathering. But that one will be for, um, so April, the new moon in April is actually the kind of beginning of the zodiac. If you're familiar and if anyone else is familiar listening, uh, the Aries energy is really like the rebirthing energy. Think of spring think of all of these things so the new moon then is really a time to get really clear and and make sure that you're working toward where you want to go for the rest of the year so yeah so there are definitely different reasons for both and learning more about how to be specific and really clear with each one is what's going to help you use the use the, the power of the moon like to your fullest advantage and the cool thing about this full moon today is that it's actually the closest full moon to the earth like mm. as close as it can get which is like gives me chills just saying it um but it's a really really potent energy the 
the full moon is in Virgo. And it's all about really, <laughs> really coming into yourself and your, and your wholeness. The Virgin is really a woman unto herself who learns how to use all of her tools and, and birth things like from her own seat of safety and security and knowing. And this moon is a time to get really clear on those things, but then also like learn how to go with the flow because Virgo is a very, um, almost a strict sign, like very orderly, very organized, very get things done mindset. But it's interesting with all the other planetary influences, this moon, it's like, okay, like get really clear, get really organized, but also like, remember like, like strict rules are like need to be broken. You need to be able to like maneuver around things and change things as you go, because this is just how life is going to happen. No matter how our plans are set out, some things are just going to come out a little bit different. Yeah. That's kind of the energy that we're working with uh, today. And for the next, really the full moon energy is felt like three days before the full moon and three days after. That's why by Friday, we'll still have a little bit of this energy lingering uh, for our moon circle. I love that when you said earlier, um, and maybe I think it was in reference to the retreats, but this probably happens with both the retreats and the moon circles that you give women the tools, the healing tools that works well with them. Because some people, you know, some people are like, I'm not really into the moon stuff or I'm not really into the astrology stuff or meh, you know, but then you give them something else like meditation or yoga or sisterhood and that's it. Like that's what they need. Yeah, definitely. And that's really, again, like I don't want to beat the dead horse, but (laughs) it's really about like doing that extensive research to find like what, what works for you. And I have to be honest with you, Katie, like I think more women than not give up before they've gotten there because we're tired. <laughs> it's work to, to embody and embrace um, our feminine essence and be strong about it in the world today. And it can get really tiring and taxing to be like, okay, <laughs> you know, but this is where I want to come in and support people the best that I can because I've been there. I've been in that place of, holy shit, like this can't be it. This can't be life. You know, like this can't be my story. And really being able to give yourself the time and energy and have people around you giving you the time and energy to figure out like, what works for you. And I think as adults, this is an even more difficult task because we've become familiar with certain patterns. Uh, People in our lives, you know, maybe have an idea of who or what they think we are. And that can often be really hard, not only to change the storyline for yourself, but to like really have the other people around you embrace the newest version of you. We're always changing. We're always evolving. I always think of um, when someone has a baby, they take a picture like once a month until they're a year old. Right. And those changes are so dramatically like physical, but we never stop changing month to month in our lives. Like it just, you know, of course we become full grown in our bodies and all of these other more visible things kind of 
are like, oh yeah, well you're you're complete, you're whole now, right? But each month, as the moon and the planets and everything changes, like we're still evolving and changing. It might be smaller. We might be getting gray hairs, right? Like whatever it may be, like it might be a very smaller thing that we see on the physical plane. But this often sometimes stunts us from thinking that we can continue to transform and create and evolve as the person that we are. Because a lot of people are stuck in kind of maybe knowing like, oh, like this is who I am, which I find is a very limiting understanding of the self because yes, okay, maybe this is who you are today, but you might not be who you are tomorrow. And like you're you're allowed to change and adapt and grow in any way that you want. And I just I really want to help support people to know that like you can at any point decide to change any part of your life, any part of your story, any part of your healing journey. And it doesn't matter what anyone else says. It doesn't matter if someone rolls their eyes. It doesn't matter if someone doesn't believe that you have changed, whatever it may be. Like this process is for you. I shared with Chris that my mentor, Jen, is actually leading a similar thing to Moon Circles in her home in San Diego, except the women that Jen works with are including their young daughters as well. Turns out Chris has plans for something similar in the future. Here's Chris. We have to give young women the tools that we were never given. And I've been slowly feeding and working into a curriculum for young girls, like from like six or seven to like 12 to 13, because I found out recently that six or seven is the youngest age that a girl starts to feel sexualized. And I said, oh my God, we need to help these girls and have these conversations with young, young women, even if it seems like totally like, oh, you don't want to scare them or take, take away their innocence or whatever. Like, yeah, but also like, wouldn't it have been freaking better if they had like some useful applications Yeah, when like, Someone started to cat call at them when they're nine, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love that. That's amazing. I'm really, really happy to continue to hear people like working with the younger generation because like this is how we heal the world, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, because they always say like you don't just wanna when I'm when I'm coaching people and and saying like you don't just want to remove the limiting belief you have to also replace it with an empowering expanding belief or mantra or whatever it is and it's the same way with the younger generation we're not just letting the closed-minded people die off like we need to yeah. also <laughs> You know, we need to also yes. open the of the young. Um, so I love that. But my last question for you is, what does namaste mean to you? I see you and I, I honor you. big thanks to Chris for sharing her story and her passions with us today. If you would like to connect with Chris on Instagram, you can find her at findyourhealing. 
This episode is brought to you by Self Love Stones. These simple stone necklaces are handmade by women. They are on a super mission to change the way women love themselves. Use the code NAMASTE for 10% off your next order at selflovestones.com. As always, have a beautiful rest of your day. Namaste. If you enjoyed this episode of Namaste Podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you took a screenshot of you listening to the podcast on your phone and added it to your Instagram story. Tag at Namaste Podcast and help us spread love and light all over this world. As always, head on over to namastepodcast.com for donation-based meditations to explore my courses and coaching programs and to view episode summaries. Also, if you think the world needs more good energy like what you heard today, please rate and review this podcast on your app of choice. Five stars means you loved it, and writing a short review means you double loved it. Thanks for stopping by today. I'll see you next time. Namaste.